12th episode of the Marketing is Bullshit podcast, your go-to podcast for cutting through all the noise out there about what you should be doing to market your small to medium-sized business. I'm your host, Melissa Fisk, owner of Local 44 North, a marketing coaching and consulting group dedicated to helping women business owners attract more local clients with less effort so they can have it all, a successful business and plenty of time to do what they love, whatever that may be. Today, we are going to be talking about online reviews, and we're going to cover it all when it comes to online reviews. I think this is something that I get asked about a lot, um, and people always have some hesitations around, so we are going to get into that today. As usual, I am joined by Mary Ruth, who works with me over at Local 44 North, um, and Mary Ruth is going to help us through today's episode by asking some of the most common questions that come up with online reviews. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Um, so speaking of reviews, let's get into it. Um, to start, let's talk about why you need online reviews. Sure. So a lot of people are like, eh, you know, do I really need online reviews? I'm so scared of getting bad reviews. We're going to like come back to that because I feel like that is everyone's number one fear, right? <laughs> like, I don't want a bad online review. Um, <laughs> no one does. <laughs> no one does, right? No one likes to <laughs> be told that they suck or that they had yeah. a bad experience or something. Um, actually, that's not true. I, there's definitely like some, I don't know, would it be a sociopath that just like doesn't care what other people think? <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, they're out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if sociopath is the right word, but crazy people who just don't necessarily care or don't let it bother them or whatever. Maybe not crazy people, you know, there's something to be said about that, I guess. Anyway, we digress. Um, you need online reviews for two really important reasons. Um, the first one is pretty obvious and has to do with kind of like the whole word of mouth marketing um, approach where, you know, obviously word of mouth, like friend to friend, friend to family, um, influencer to follower, like that's probably like number one, the best word of mouth. But the next thing people will look at if they don't get a recommendation, but they like find, like do a Google search and find a business or whatever, they're going to look at what other people say about um, that either product or service. Um, I personally always look at reviews, especially with, there's so many different like marketing softwares out there that I'll use or my clients will use, or like they need a software solution for something random. And there usually are a bunch of different platforms out there that can do it. But what I'll do is I'll go and look at some of like the review sites and see, you know, which ones have the most reviews and the most positive reviews. And I'll read through them and see what some of the folks have to say, you know, because some things, and like, I think that it's really helpful because some things in reviews, you know, are going to be, they might, people will give like honest feedback and some things might not bother you you know, that you read, or there might, you might have like a pet peeve about a certain thing or two and like see that in a review and are going to be like, okay, no, I definitely don't want that. So they're super important in helping you kind of get new business, right. Or get new clients, um, through that like word of mouth marketing. Um, the second reason that you really need online reviews is because of SEO and placement. Um, Quick little breakdown on that. Um, certain platforms, like especially review platforms, are always going to dominate in like search engine rankings. They're always going to come up like first, second, or third. Like you see this all the time with like Google My Business or whatever. If you search like restaurants near me, the restaurants that come up are the ones that have the best reviews and the most reviews. Um, so 
and obviously like that's that's Google we'll talk about Google reviews um, but there's other platforms too that will come up like if you do let's take the wedding industry for example like if you're searching for florists or whatever in this area um, usually something like wedding wire comes up with a list of florists or things like that so the these platforms kind of dominate search engine rankings because they have so much content they're producing content all the time they have a great like backlinking strategy so they're always going to be in those first few search results which as a consumer like our consumer behavior we always click on those first three search results for the most part or we go we go like to the ones right down after that but with those review platforms kind of dominating those things that's like naturally where people will go and you typically those review platforms feature those who are who are reviewed the most frequently and who have the best reviews um and we'll get into that a little bit too because volume is important here um, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute so yeah two major reasons that you should really care about online reviews word of mouth marketing for generating new business and seo and placement for generating more brand awareness I know you gave um, some examples real quick about some platforms, but do you have any other um, platforms that would help like explain this to some of our listeners? Yeah. So I think, you know, it's going to, it's going to depend on your business. Like I said, there's a lot of different um, like industry based review platforms, like wedding wire for the wedding business is one that comes to mind. Yelp. um, Yelp is really, I I don't know. I can't stand Yelp. I don't use Yelp. (laughs) Me neither. I don't either. <laughs> and, but I think for restaurants, like Yelp is still relevant. Yeah. Yelp, honestly, Yelp is just like, as a business owner, like their salespeople are so aggro crag trying to like get you to buy Yelp ads that I feel like they've turned any business owner ever away from wanting to ever use Yelp. That's an yeah, example I where annoying, with you. Here's an example where annoying sales is not good for your business. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's for another episode, another day, but you know, I, I do still think like Yelp has some credibility for restaurants. Like people search that, um, or will use that to help them find restaurants. Um, if you're like in a touristy area, like Charleston, like we are, um, what is it? Like TripAdvisor is a big one. If you have like some kind of like tourist destination or thing like that, um, software, there's a bunch of different like software review sites that are out there. Um, there's even ones for like education. So it's definitely going to vary for industry. Like you should look to see what some of the top ones are for your industry and definitely like pick the top one, two or three, yeah, one or two is fine. Cause the, the other ones that you definitely should be on is, or working on is Facebook and Google. Um, Google, like I mentioned before, like they're going to you know, like from your search behavior using Google, like if you search for anything, it usually pulls up like a Google map and like a list of businesses on a Google map or something like that. Um, and especially if you're, I mean, it's, it's kind of tough where if you're like a service and you offer services to an area, like for me, I offer marketing services, you know, really around the country. Um, but so it, that's, it doesn't necessarily hugely help me to have a lot of Google rankings for like my general business development. However, for my local business development here in Charleston, I absolutely have, I just use my home address as 
which, you know, I'm sure some people would be hesitant to do that, but I use my home address as like my business address and get Google reviews there because that helps for me, for like someone like locally searching. So it's really good for like local SEO. Um, so definitely Google and then also Facebook. I say definitely Google again, like I guess if you're like a B2B business, it's a little bit trickier. Um, but it's good for your local SEO. Uh, but definitely Facebook and then like other industry platforms. Like the, there's, you probably know for your industry what the popular platforms are that people use. That makes sense. I'm glad you gave that example about how um, you are on Google, you know, with your address. And um, I think that'll make sense to some of our listeners that were maybe a little bit confused on that. Um, so kind of moving right along to bad reviews. Um, I hear people talk right. about all the time, yeah, how they are hesitant to implement a regular request for reviews because they are afraid of bad reviews. Totally. No one wants a bad review. Um, yeah. We mentioned that. You know that. Um, I absolutely hate bad reviews. I'm a perfectionist to a fault. Uh, <laughs> that was always my, like, you know, when you were doing interviews, like, what's your worst quality or whatever? It's like, I'm a perfectionist. That's like and the I'm go-to. Like, no, but I really am. <laughs> yeah. But that's like the go-to one. Like, so everyone uses say that. Yeah, and they're not. But, like, I feel like we both are actually yeah. perfectionists. I'm like, no, no but exactly. I really am. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I think everyone, especially when it comes to like your business, right? You're like, no, I started this. It's like, you know, one of the loves of my life. Like, it's so important to me. Like, I, I, you know, I only want people to think good things about it. You know, I only want the best out there. And like, we've all like heard these horror stories about like just assholes out there totally taking it down or trying to take down businesses with like bad reviews. I think like especially too where and this will always go back to kind of so the culture like social media has created social media has made it so that you can only be like perfect online right <laughs> where it's yeah. like everyone has to be perfect everyone has to be like made up all the time uh although that's not necessarily the case when we do our instagram stories i'm like almost always in my gym clothes <laughs> That's real life, run, though. Giving you, yeah, but that's my real life. So whatever. Uh, and I don't buy into the whole you have to be perfect on social media all the time. No. Anyway, again, another episode. I'm all over the place today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think people get like so so scared of bad reviews and they're just like, ah, like no one will like someone will read that and like totally go away and like never want to work with me. Um but I don't think that's the case. Um and there's another side of that, okay? Like, you usually get bad reviews for two reasons. One, because someone's just an asshole, you know, and they've got something going on in their life where they just, like, need to take someone down. So that's that person. Um, and there's people like that out there. However, I think most people, like, most humans recognize that there are people out there. You know, you know, like, go and read, like, some Yelp reviews of restaurants. You, and especially if you've worked in the restaurant industry, you'd be like, oh, that customer was a total asshole. You know, and you can tell just by the way, like, what they're saying in their review. Yeah. You know, and, like, and, and another side of that, too, is, or, like, well, the other, the other side of that is the second reason people write you bad reviews is because they actually had a bad experience and that's the one that hurts the most right because you you probably know like shit I did drop the ball on that or we should have done that a little bit better um however you can't expect to grow as a business without like getting feedback like that you know like 
as much as it might suck sometimes, like we have to fail every once in a while. We have to mess up every once in a while. And that helps us be better business owners and run better businesses. Um, in both instances, you know, you want to address those negative reviews. Absolutely. You know, in the instance where it's just like the asshole, you know, <laughs> can just address them and say, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Try to make the situation right. You know, you know, the language to use, just kind of like diffuse the situation. Maybe you don't know the language <laughs> to use, but it is to kind of diffuse the situation. So definitely don't like fight that person's fire. Just, you know, sorry, you had that bad experience. Like, sorry, you felt that way. You know, what can I do to write the situation? I'd like to offer you something, you know, or whatever to write that situation for the person who has the actual, like bad experience and you know you dropped the ball on something I think a really hard thing to do but really constructive thing that you can do is reach out to that person and be like I'm so sorry that's not how like I aim to run my business I understand why you're frustrated I would be frustrated too if I had that um you know empathizing with them just kind of goes back to like some of the stuff we talked about in our customer service episode um, really like empathizing with them. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, and then take it a step further and be like, you know, I'd love to jump on a quick phone call with you because I want to get more feedback from you so that I can learn how we can improve, you know? And if I was like going through these reviews, trying to decide whether to buy something from that business or not. And I saw that, and I saw that the business owner was like that. I'd be like, okay, you know what? Like they're trying, like the business owner's trying, like everyone makes mistakes. Like we're human. We know that. So like, that's going to happen from time to time, but it's how you like handle those mistakes and recover from that, that I think like really shows your true character. So like, if you have this bad review on there and then, you know, people can see your responses, like the business owner responses Mm -hmm. on these platforms. So like they can see, Oh, but you know, like this person really tried to write that and like took the time to like listen to them and like grow from them. So like, I respect that, you know? Um, so yeah, I think, like, that's kind of what it comes down to. There's two, like, there's either the assholes or the people who have, like, actual bad experiences and, get, and like, give you feedback. Um, that's going to – you're probably going to get both of those. Maybe not all the time. Um, probably not most of the time. And that's the other thing. I think people have, like – it's a thing we have, right, as humans. I think we fear these things of happening when, like, the actual like statistical probability that they'll happen is so small. It's like me, I'm terrified of flying. Right. But (laughs) the actual, like, like the fact that there might be like the potential of having like some kind of flight accident or whatever is like so, so, so minimal, but yet it's like this huge fear of mine that like I focus on and I'm obsessed about. I think it's the same kind of thing with reviews, right? People are like, Oh, this could be like so bad though. Someone could write something so awful. Um, And they like obsess on that small little fear. But what I would encourage you to do is not focus on the fear and instead focus on how you're going to implement effective ways of getting more positive reviews that will hopefully outweigh all those bad reviews. Yes, I I love that you just said that because I've seen one too many times where um, a bad review is um, written and the business can almost become defensive. And I'm yeah. like oh, that is just not a good look. So I feel like it's just way better to like acknowledge that, hey, that actually might have happened to one of our customers and they're not pleased with how it went down. We need to figure out a way that, A, we can reach out to them and B, implement different strategies so that doesn't happen in the future and just like learn and grow from it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't talk about that too much, but yeah, exactly. Like don't 
don't get defensive. The customers yes. are great, right? Exactly. Even if they're even if they're not, they are. They are, <laughs> especially on social media where everyone can be reading it. Exactly. Um, that's like a big thing. I don't know, but um, but yeah, just like learning and growth, growing from it, I think is the big takeaway there. So I'm glad you went in detail on that. But um, let's talk a little bit about positive reviews. Everyone wants to get them. Um, So kind of just setting up like different processes for that and how we can um, get into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like I said, um, you know, focus on you're going to get some bad reviews. Maybe you don't, you know, Um, but if you do, it's not the end of the world. But don't focus on that. Right. Don't focus on the bad. Um, Take the feedback if it's good constructive feedback and run with it, but then, you know, also create systems and processes to get good reviews. You know, this kind of comes back to the thing that we always talk about here at local 44 North comes down to getting organized and getting structured. (laughs) So, um, and there's a lot of different ways you can do that, right? It's um, you can create automated emails for either like after purchases or after events, um, or you can like just have it at be like part of your process. Like where I'm like, I work with other business professionals and I'm not working with like hundreds of professionals like at a time. Um, so it's not like I am like going crazy trying to keep up with a hundred different things. But after I work with a client and like we've had a good experience with them, um, you know, I, or maybe we've had a bad experience. <laughs> I don't know. I, I tend to have like only good experiences with my clients because if we have problems along the way, we address them and fix them and move on. But, um, you know, after we work together and have, you know, this experience together, uh, I ask them, I'm like, Hey, could you leave me a review? Um, how I do that is that's not just enough. Right. And I think people think, okay, like, yeah, that's easy. I'll do that. I'll just be like, Hey, can you leave me a review? Or people will say, come to me and say, you know, like I ask people for reviews all the time, but they never write them. And this is where, like, you literally have to lead that person to exactly where they need to go to write their review. Um, So if you go to any one of those platforms, like, if you go find your business on Facebook or you find your business on Google or whatever, click on the leave a review. Like, you were going to go and leave a review and then copy that URL. So then in the email or even if it's, like – yeah, I guess it would be email that you would reach out to people um, and follow up with them. But you copy that link and say, like, I have kind of like a standard template that I use where it's like, hey, you know, like really loved working together. Like I have an email template that I put some like customization into where it's like, hey, really enjoyed working together. I especially liked how we overcame like X, Y, and Z problems. I think that's going to be super beneficial for you. And I can't wait to see like what the next year brings for your business kind of thing. So you're kind of leaving this like, oh, yeah, we did like solve all those big challenges. And like now I'm super stoked for the next year ahead, like whatever. So it gets them in that mindset, right? First and foremost, <laughs> they get an email. They, they're like, oh, yeah, great experience. I love that. And then you give them these links, right, where you can like and you can say like, you know, if you wouldn't mind, if it wouldn't be too much trouble to ask to write like a quick review to leave feedback on your preferred platform, here are some links, And then you can put in like a bulleted list of like Facebook, Google, some of those industry platforms that you have or whatever, but, you know, copy and paste that link in exactly to the review portion of those platforms. Um, Does that make sense, Mary Ruth? Am I explaining that? Yeah, that makes 
complete sense and I I am somebody that would benefit greatly from receiving that email because I'm one of those people that like, oh yeah, like I'll write you a review or and then I forget or I'm like, am I putting it in the right place? Like I think the direct link is the way to go with that. Yeah, absolutely. So like you can write in your email direct links to those things. Um and yeah. And, and again, like going back to like what we talked about, you know, make sure it's like the right platform for you. Um, Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, if you're a service-based professional, um, I always like to use that. And, he, and here's a good thing too. And like why you want reviews on platforms, which like you can get, like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't really care about getting the reviews on platforms. I just want them for my website but why not get them on the platform, right? Then they're public and you can use that review on your website. Like that's what I did. Even though I don't get like a lot of my business through LinkedIn, I'll still get like some business there or people will probably still, people that I don't even know about that like I end up working with probably went to my LinkedIn profile to check check me out, check out my experience or whatever. And there's all these reviews there, um, which is great. But then what I do is like, I just take those reviews and, you know, I can, dual purpose them and put like parts of those reviews on my website. And it's still, you know, you're getting like two, two uses of it. You're getting it on that platform, but then you can also use it in other marketing materials. Um, and then also like if you're a B2C business that sells products um, directly, like through your online store or whatever, there's lots of like little plugins that you can have that help generate reviews um, for clothing companies too. I think it's like, they always have that. And, I don't know that it's like necessarily a review, but it's like true to size kind of thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like where you write mm-hmm. if something fits or whatever. So that's like a different kind of review, but there's definitely like different plugins for your online store that you can add to have those, which I think is, I love that personally, like especially where we're doing more online shopping right now than we are in person. Like, I feel like that's a really good way to say like, okay, what is, what do other people think like this? Is it really going to, you know, especially where, where most of us are not like, okay, we don't look like that. We're, we probably won't look like that wearing that outfit. What do like the real people have to say? Not the model who's modeling this outfit so well. Like, does it fit true to size? Like, is it flattering? Is it not? You know, people will comment on that in the review. So I think for when you're selling like individual products, especially clothes, it's super important to have like different plugins like that to help generate reviews. Absolutely. And this made me think of that. Um, I bought like a purse a couple years ago from a company um, through their online website. And um, after I purchased it, they sent out an email, I guess, to some of their most recent customers that like had bought the same type of purse. And they all encouraged um, everyone to write a review on the product, you know, if we liked it or not. And um, they were going to pick a winner from whoever um, wrote one of those reviews on the product on on the website um, and give them like a 15% off like discount. So it's kind of like incentive based um, to get more reviews on some of their newest products. I don't know if that is applicable oh, to that. any of our listeners, but I thought it was a really interesting like tactic um, and very smart too, because it encourages that person to use obviously that, that code um, and shop again. So I thought that was cool. Totally. I love that. I think that's, um, and that's definitely something you want to like consider like into your processes and, mm-hmm. um, like when you're setting that up, like, do you want to have some kind of like giveaway associated with something like that? One thing you do have to be careful of is, and like, I think 
not all platforms are going to be like this, but I think like Facebook and I know like Yelp is like, they're like really particular about like, you can't be like, write us a positive review or like, you Mm -hmm. can't like say, you know, write us a positive review and we'll give you 15% off. Like you can't say positive review or something like that. You know, you can say like, leave us your feedback, which I think is better anyway too. Like, don't, I don't know. Or you can phrase it like, um, I'd love to hear about like, um, I don't know. Your thoughts on this latest product launch or something like that. Yeah, you got to be like careful with how you say it. You don't want to be like, go hype us up. (laughs) Yeah, tell me why you love me. I need all the praise in the world. (laughs) Um, But no, that's that's an awesome point. I'm glad you mentioned that, Meredith. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I feel like we've kind of covered a lot of ground um, on this episode. Do you want to do a quick little recap for our listeners? Yeah. So. Real quick, why you need reviews. Um, There's kind of two objectives there. To help you get new business through word of mouth marketing. And also to help you increase brand awareness by getting your placement up in some of those review platforms. And helping to contribute to your overall SEO. Um, Bad reviews. Don't need to stress about them. They happen. Um, Handle them like a very mature, classy adult. (laughs) Um, to your point earlier Mary Ruth in the episode don't get like super defensive customer is always right um you know approach uh, respond to all bad reviews um definitely like let that person know that you've heard them um if it is like genuine like feedback that you know you kind of dropped the ball on see if you can't get them on the phone to get more feedback to you know genuinely and honestly help (laughs) improve your business um, or your products or services or whatever. Um, but then, yeah, definitely make sure make sure you respond to them. And then, you know, just don't get too obsessive about them. Don't fear them. Um, instead, focus on getting positive reviews. Um, you can do that by creating some very standard, like, basic email templates um, and sending it out, like, a few weeks after someone purchases something. Um, or after you're done working with them, or after an event, or whatever it is, um, automate it when you can um, through a platform, uh, an email marketing platform. Uh, Mary Ruth's point, you can have like some incentivization to get um, reviews, but don't be super blatant <laughs> with the, like asking for praise. Um, and then the platforms to focus on are really going to depend on your industry. Um, find the top like kind of industry related platforms out there for you that are relevant. Um, but then also like platforms like Facebook, Google, and LinkedIn are the big ones. Absolutely. All right. Well, that'll wrap up our episode for you today. That was a lot on reviews and I feel like reviews are still something I think just because of how we're built as humans like we're inherently not wanting bad reviews so it's definitely something especially when it comes to your business that people still struggle with and you know want to understand the best way to approach how to get them um and you might have a unique situation where it might not make sense to you right now to do some of the things we talked about today if that's the case you know, feel free to, as always, visit us over at local44north.com. That's local44thenumbersnorth.com. And reach out to us on the Contact Us page and see if we can't jump on a call and kind of help you feel better about reviews or getting reviews. Um, Or if you have any other marketing questions or feedback about the podcast in general, please reach out to us there. 
All right, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Thank you. Bye.